Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Stars Born, episode 32. This is the California road trip from September 2015. This is when I was driving back from Los Angeles after briefly moving down there, attempting to move down, um, making my way back from Los Angeles to Seattle. And um, yeah, these are some just kind of random ramblings from the road, uh, some crazy thoughts. Don't get don't get too surprised now. There's there's gonna be some uh, some crazy stuff coming out of my mouth on this road. Um, I can't honestly can't remember everything I said, but there's some. I don't know. I was I was in a probably in a weird spot just just having been kicked out of that apartment and um, coming back home from Los Angeles. Like really wanted to live there, so my mind must have been in a blizzard. It must have been a a tsunami of crazy thoughts or something. I don't know, but you'll see. You'll see in the clips. And um, yeah, without further ado, let's just get into this baby. This is the California Road Trip 2015. Yeah, buddy. Enjoy it. To the place I belong. West Virginia. Mountain Mama. Just drove by a... Uh company called cavemen towing wouldn't <laughs> wouldn't cavemen be like the last group of people that you would ever want to help you in the situation where you needed to be towed i mean like they don't even know how to drive cars like their wheels are square like <laughs> they would probably switch your wheels so that you have square wheels and you can't drive anymore. So, that's all. I'm going through changes, ripping out pages. I'm going through changes now. You ever notice how in The Simpsons the white characters are yellow, but the black and Asian and Mexican characters are all the skin color that they are in real life. Like, if it's the white characters are yellow, shouldn't the black characters be like purple or something? And then like the Mexicans are like green and then Asians are orange or something like that. Like, <laughs> what? Strategy out there. But, uh, yeah. Not saying it was your fault, although you could have done more. You ever notice how the better the state is at football, the more racist they usually are? Like Texas, Florida. So, in that case, if the KKK ever fielded a football team, they'd probably kick ass. I mean, they'd probably be a team full of, like, possession receivers and long snappers full of Wes Welkers and Danny Amendola's but they probably have lots of good strategy I mean they'd be really well coached and they'd have a good game plan going into the game and I'm sure their water boys they would be on top of that they'd have the best water boys in the game and Boston no one knows my name. You ever notice how the only sport 
the manager wears the uniform is baseball. And I think they do this because they want to keep their players like on edge and always ready to... Because the manager could just sub himself in for any of the players at any time, any point in time during the game. It kind of is a threat to the players, so keeps them on edge. But I just think it. The manager just wants to act like a he's in little league again, basically. But then in little league, the coaches don't wear the uniforms; they just wear like cargo shorts and polos. I mean, they're usually like the kids' dads, but it's always weird when there's a little league coach that's not one of the kids' dads. It's like he's like he's saying like he's doing this for the love of the game. But it's like, why do you got coach little kids then? Like, if you don't have, a, if they're not one of your little kids, and why are you interested in doing that? Like, do you have some sort of alternative motive, or is it just because you love coaching baseball? Like, why don't you just coach some like eighteen-year-olds or something? I mean, can I sail through the changing? Ocean tides Can I handle the seasons Of my life You ever go to a baseball game And you see the grown man Who's wearing the jersey He's wearing the glove He's probably wearing the jersey Because he's hoping that the coach Will just point up to the stands at one point And say, yeah, hey, you Seventh row Section 135. Hey, you. Come come play second base for me. My second baseman hurts his wrist. But uh, the guy's always wearing a glove. And the thing about wearing a glove at a baseball game is, yeah, you might get the ball hit towards you and catch it with your glove. But if I'm going to wear any piece of equipment at a baseball game, I'm going to be wearing a cup. Because... I mean, you never know. Like, you, you might not be paying attention. You might be eating some Cracker Jacks, drinking a cold one. You're not looking at the pitch. Foul ball comes your way, just nails you right in the nuts. But if you got that cup on, then you're prepared. Like, you don't have to be paying attention the whole game. I mean, you're, you're basically invincible at baseball at the ballpark when, when you got that cup on. I mean, I, I understand why the players wear it. Like, they're in the field of play, but I think it's important to note that it's it's valuable for the fans, too. I mean, you got to protect yourself out there. Like, I think the cup does a lot more to protect you than the glove does. I mean, you got to be paying attention when you're wearing the glove to, to help it, to use it to protect yourself. But if you're wearing the cup, you don't even have to be paying attention, and it can do its job, protect you. So that's the advantage of that. Sweet Caroline, bum bum bum. Good times never seem so good, so good, so good, so good. You ever see the guy who's walking around with the baby strapped to his chest? I mean, this guy is invincible. This guy could. This guy could get into any event. This guy could walk right through the front gates of the Super Bowl without being asked a question. Like this guy could he this guy could rob a bank without using a weapon. 
he he could use his baby as his weapon when he's robbing the place. Like, you don't understand how you give this guy a seven foot berth when you're walking by him. You you bow to him. You roll out a red carpet as he walks by. I mean, this is the kind of guy who he could go to the most crowded restaurant in town. He, he could get, they got reservations backed up for weeks and he could get a table there just walking right in he could get a table this this, this is the kind of guy he this is the kind of guy he, if he's driving around with this baby he, he gets pulled over he gets pulled over by a, a police officer just go ahead and strap the baby to your chest as the police officer is walking to your car and then he'll let you off he'll let you off for sure like there's no way that the police officer is going to give a ticket to a guy who's got a baby strapped to his chest. I mean, and the baby on back, the baby strapped to the back, that's a whole nother situation. Like, that's a whole nother message. That, that's the kind of guy who's saying, like, I'm done with, I'm done with this baby. I'm sick and tired of dealing with this baby and looking at this baby. I'd rather just strap him to my back and just... I, then I can just forget that I even have a baby. Like, he probably, he walks around like, he, he's like, what, do I, am I a dad? Am I a father? Do I have a baby? Do I not have a baby? I don't know because I can't see him because he's not strapped to my chest. But the the guy with a baby on his back, he, he, he has more trouble getting into into exclusive events than the guy with a baby on his front because the guy with a baby on his back like people don't even know he has a baby like they just think he's wearing a backpack or something like they don't realize and then it's like surprise baby surprise crash through the surface where they can't hurt us we're far from the shallows now. You ever notice how people always talk about, like, I want, I want people that are more real. Like, I want people that are real. But then, when you go to, like, a place like Hollywood or something, everyone's fake. Like, they're, they got fake noses, they got fake boobs, they got fake faces. But then again, the people that are, they, they act like they're fake, too. Like, they also act that way as well. Like, they're not only fake on the outside, but a lot of these people... A lot of these people, a lot of time, will be fake on the inside as well. But then when you ask for someone who's, like, a more real person, like... I want a real person, like, from the country... You, you imagine, like, someone, like, living out in the country, like, making moonshine, like... They're just sitting with, like, a piece of straw in their mouth, like, on a rocking chair on their front porch, just watching the sun go by. And they got, like, a, a giant, just a gut, a big, a big gut hanging out. Some, some Wranglers. They got 12 pairs of Wranglers. They got a pair of Wranglers for every event. They got their wedding, they got their wedding Wranglers. They got their, they, they got their date. Wranglers, they got their rodeo wranglers, they got 
they got their Walmart Wranglers, they got their they got their nice dinner Wranglers, they got their brunch Wranglers. Yeah, and these people, like while they might be more real on the inside, they're also they're also more real on the outside. So I don't know what you're asking for when you're saying that you want someone that's more real, but a lot of the time these people they're, they're not they're if they're more real, they're not they're probably not gonna be that great to look at because what makes some of the people from like Hollywood, some of those famous stars so great to look at is the fact that they're not real on the outside, that they're fake. Although they they may not be real on the inside as well, which is not a good thing. They're also going to be... <laughs> they'll be better to look at, but they're the worst to get in a relationship with. So basically it's the inverse, it's the inverse correlation here that the, the better someone is to look at, the worse they are to get in a relationship with, but the more real someone's looks than they're probably better to get in a relationship with. They're probably, you're probably safer tying yourself up with one of those people, tying the knot with someone who looks real than someone who looks fake. I've got to tell you something. This phenomenon. I'd put it in a song. I think I cracked the code. I solved the mystery, the enigma, the puzzle that's been bothering every last one of us. How did Best Buy put Circuit City out of business? I, th I think I know. I think I know why. It's because Americans like things that are the best, and they put "best" right in their title. And another thing I know about Americans is they're, most of them are generally dumb. And they don't even know what a circuit is. Like, America, they don't know what a circuit is. Like, let alone a whole city of these things that they don't know what they are. Like, why? I don't want to be... I don't want to walk into a whole city of something I don't even know what it is. Like, that sounds, like, scary. Like, that sounds... That sounds like a frightening endeavor. But with Best Buy, I mean, it's right in the title. Like, they just say it straight up. We're the Best Buy. Like, there's no... There's no Best Buy Village. Best Buy Township. And I think Americans would like Circuit City a lot more if they had just named it Circuit Town or Circuit Village because one thing, another thing I know about Americans is a lot of them, they don't like the city like, you might live in the city you might live near a city, you don't like the city though like, city is not necessarily a good thing but, like, small town like, if they had called it Circuit small town. Circuit one stoplight town. One one blinking stoplight in the town. Circuit one blinking stoplight in the town. With a 
with a high school football team that they follow, they live and die with Friday nights, the circuit town high school football team. Then, then that would have, I think that would have been a lot more popular, and I think it would have made it. I've had my run, baby, I'm done, I gotta go home. Looking at a mall that's called Gateway Mall. And I, I don't get this name, because what are, they say, what, what are they saying? Like, are they saying, if you take this mall, then it will lead to you taking other malls. It, if you, you can't just take this mall for fun, you're gonna, you're gonna be led to, to take more hardcore, more intense, some of that hard shit, some of that hard mall shit. You're gonna be, you're gonna be popping, you're gonna be snorting some mall, snorting and popping some hard mall shit. Like, what, like, what they should have named it was, they should have just named it Recreational Mall. Then that would have, that would have let everyone know that this is just a, this is just a recreational mall that it doesn't lead to other malls. Like, if you take this mall, you don't have to, it doesn't lead you to taking other malls. It's just, it's just for fun, like, it's just, re it's a recreational, like, it's not, it's not hard, like, it's not a hard shit. It's not going to lead to you taking other malls. But soon enough you're going to think of me and how I used to be. Looking at a breakfast, lunch, dinner place called Elmer's. And I don't know about you, but I don't think I'd want a guy named Elmer serving me food. I don't know if there's anything less appetizing than the thought of some guy in the back of a restaurant named Elmer just going to town, just whipping up my food, just knives chopping away. He, he That sounds like the kind of guy who went out that morning and shot whatever he's serving at the restaurant that day like every single day he goes out in the morning and then and whatever he shoots and brings back that's what's on the menu like some days it's like crow I'm it's like wild ducks he just serves ducks one day it's just a big flock of geese that's what that's what's on the menu today is on the menu today the special flock of geese uh, on the menu today, I murdered a murder of crows. I murdered a murder of crows for your, for your pleasure to eat, to eat at our restaurant named Elmer's. So, take a shower, shine your shoes. You got no time to lose. You are young and you must be living. Driving behind a guy with the United States Marine Corps sticker, and he's driving a Jeep Patriot. Like, could it be any other way with this guy? Like, what's his other car? Like a Hyundai Bin Laden? It was a 
the Toyota Osama. I got a, I got a GMC Saddam out back. I got a, I got a Benghazi Unlimited BMW Series, Benghazi BMW Unlimited. Also, looking at this sign that says Walmart Neighborhood Market, and like, uh, could they be any farther from the truth? Like, unless they mean everyone's neighborhood. Like, that might be what they're talking about. Like, every single neighborhood in the country, Walmart is their market. (laughs) Because they've infiltrated every part of the country, so, therefore, the whole country is a neighborhood? Is Is that what they're saying? Are they saying that the United States is one giant cul-de-sac United States of cul-de-sac what is it like the whole United States or like a dead end or something or it's like a fucking it's like a turnaround but uh so for the first part new new names uh we got a you got a Toyota Columbus was that a was that was that a Honda Plymouth Honda Plymouth Rock you got a you got a Audi Liberty Bell what you, you got a you got a fucking Chevy Stars and Stripes. But, uh... <laughs> you got a... You got a Ford... Ford Four Corners. You got a Ford Four Corners. Was that a... Was that a... BMW Grand Canyon? Another winter day has come and gone away and even Paris and Rome and I want to go home I like how in movies and TV and entertainment they portray the carnival as being so magical such a magical wonderland sort of place where dreams come true what they forget to mention in all this is that all these people who are coming through in the carnival are on meth and they're gonna take your kids when you're not looking you turn around your kid your kids gonna be gone like one of these meth head carnival carnies they're gonna snatch up your little kid like that's that's why the that's what the real carnival's like. Like, that's the part they leave out in, in movies and TV. Like, they a meth head kid, kid kidnappers. Like, kid nappers. Like, kid nappers. Like, there's, there's kids, kids who nap are known as kid nappers. Like, the guy who's 
the guy who's he's reaching he's turning around to grab that giant teddy bear that they hand out to the, whoever can somehow throw the ring on top of a square peg throw a ring on top of a giant square peg he has to he has to remember which one is the giant teddy bear that's stuffed with meth and which one is the one that he can give to people who win the prize like there's some he has some sort of carny meth head way of remembering which which teddy bear is the one with meth in it and which one's the one that we give out to little kids he has a carny meth head system for remembering which teddy bear to give out to the little kids that win the prize or maybe it's just the same teddy bear i'm i'm not really sure it could be but you didn't have to cut me off i think we all know the famous scene from the original vacation where christy brinkley is driving by chevy chase and his family and she's a beautiful model in a convertible She's just driving around. I like how she's just driving around the freeway. Just driving around in the convertible. If this was real life, if that were real, and a girl that looked like Christy Brinkley was driving around in a convertible, just talking to guys on the road, family men, just, just flirting with family men she drives by, just, just like the usual, you know. That if this were real life, then she would have been, she would have been cornered. She long before she ever got to Chevy Chase's car, she would have been cornered by some gangbanger truck drivers. She would have been boxed in by a few gangbanging truck drivers. Like they would have fucking. They would have just taken her. They would have just taken her. Like they would just, she would, have, she would just box. She would have been boxed in by some truck drivers, and they would. She would never have been seen again. She would. She'd stop by the, the lonely lizard truck stop. She would. She would get taken there, and then she would have probably never been heard from again. That's what happens when beautiful women who look like Christy Brinkley drive around with a convertible top, just flirting, just flirting with anyone who, who happens to drive by, just flirting with them. With gangbanging truck drivers. Especially at night, I worry over situations. I know it'll be all right. I'll tell you why Bill Cosby had the opportunity he had like I'll tell you how he tricked all these all these girls and women how, how he seduced them before he drugged them before I drugged them I seduced them so he, he did this because all these girls they thought that Bill Cosby was their grandpa I mean think about it like he wears the same sweaters as your grandpa does your grandpa 
eats pudding pops just like Cosby does. He probably, they probably love pudding pops more. They probably got a pudding pop fan club going on right there at the senior center. Pudding, pudding pop at the senior center. And just like your grandpa, he had a wildly successful sitcom, family sitcom on TV. When you take my side and every little fire fire, when you hang your things and stay, I'm waiting on a day. <laughs> Bill Cosby here. Cosby here. I like the pudding pop and the Cosby sweaters and uh, Cosby show. Cosby show. You like the Cosby show? And I like the. I want to talk a little bit about Taco Bell. Uh, I got the Gordy Crispy Card Gordy's Crunch. I take the crispy gardenia to crunch, and I put pudding pop. I put the pudding pop in the crispy gardenia to crunch, and then I put the roofie. I put the roofie in the crispy gardenia to crunch, and I eat the the crispy gardenia to crunch with the with the pudding pop and the roofie and the Cosby sweater, and the, uh, I I eat the Cosby sweater. I, I eat a Cosby sweater. So, I like Taco Bell with the crispy gordy to crunch and the pudding pop and the crispy gordy to crunch and the chalupa and the soft taco and the hard taco. I like the hard taco. The hard taco, my favorite taco, because I like the hard stuff with the hard stuff. I like a pudding pop. I like the pudding pop in the hard taco and eat it with a Cosby sweater on and the... Ah! If I had a million dollars, we wouldn't have to walk to the store. Like, I don't understand Arnold Schwarzenegger's thought process where he calls himself the Arnold, but... So does that mean that he doesn't acknowledge that other Arnolds exist? Like, I mean, he's obviously never seen Hey Arnold. This is a guy, this is a deprived individual who has never seen Hey Arnold. Like, does, does Arnold Schwarzenegger, I want to know, does Arnold Schwarzenegger think that there are no, there's no one else in the world named Arnold? Or... Does he think, does he just disregard everyone else who's named Arnold? Like, but your name is Arnold as well? No, no, I'm the Arnold. I'm the only Arnold. Ah, ah, I'm the only Arnold in the world. Ah. Like, does he think that, does he think that there aren't any, there's no one else in the world named Arnold? Like, I'm confused. Like. He must, Arnold Schwartz, he must know that I'm an educated man. I went to Harvard, yeah. Like, it's a, like he's probably a, 
Arnold Schwarzenegger is probably a very smart man, but it's hard, it's hard to think that anyone is intelligent when they talk like the way he did, like, ah, M E equals MC squared, ah. Like, how do you, how do you take him seriously? Like, if he was, if Arnold Schwarzenegger was your math professor, he could be the best teacher in the world and you would never listen to him because you know, first of all, you'd always feel like he's just yelling at you. He's just yelling the answers at you. Ah, yeah, cosine. The answer is cosine. Ah. And then second, so you'd always feel like afraid because Arnold Schwarzenegger's yelling at you. And then you'd be confused. Like, is this a smart individual? It's hard to take, it's hard to think of him as a smart person with the way that he, his, the way he talks. It's like, it's like sometimes the, the quieter you talk, the smarter you sound. And the louder you talk, the dumber you sound. Because like, when you talk really quiet, that makes it so like, people have to like, get really close to you. And then they have to like, they get like practically in your shoes. Like, so they understand like where you're coming from. Like, oh, I understand this person's perspective. I understand their point of view because they have to, they have to get so close to you to listen to you. But then the louder you talk, you, you're just driving people away from you because they're like, ah, my ears hurt, my ears, ah. There's nothing you can't do. I love New York. When I want to have a chuckle to myself, I like to imagine Arnold Schwarzenegger trying to check out a book at the library. Where's Tequila Mockingbird? Excuse me, Mr. Mr. Schwarzenegger, please be quiet. Please keep it down. People are trying to read. I'm trying to whisper. I'm trying to whisper. Do you have a Terminator, Terminator comic book? Ah, uh, you have of mice and Ben. Ah, uh, people told me it. People told me that I was like Lenny in of mice and Ben. Ah, uh, because I crush everything that I love. Ah. Uh, I, I love it. I, I, I always crush it like a little bunny. I crush it and I kill it. Ah! Ah! Excuse Mr. Mr. Schwarzenegger, please, please be quiet. We're, we're, please whisper. We're trying to keep it at a low volume here. I'm trying to whisper. This is my, this is my inside voice. This is my inside voice. Ah! I am the Arnold. I'm the Arnold. Do you have any? Do you have any of my favorite books? I'm the Arnold. I like Goosebumps. Ah, Goosebumps is my favorite book. Ah, I love that. I love that series. Ah, I am the Arnold. Hey, cause you don't know a dang thing about love. You don't know a dang thing about love. More on this adult shop trail. I mean, it could be like an adult adult comic book store. 
And they got... That means they have Catwoman porn. They got Catwoman getting banged by... Catwoman's getting double teamed by Superman and Batman. I mean, they got... uh, Adult... An adult ice cream shop. That means... Once you get your ice cream... It's gonna look like a giant dick. Your ice cream's gonna look like a giant dick. And then... You don't even want to know what the banana split... You don't even want to know what the banana split is. Like, over... Like, that's like... Another level, but... They got... Like... The adult... DMV... Department of Motor Vehicles... (laughs) Over at the adult DMV... You, you get your lingerie shots. You got, you, you get dick pics. Instead of, instead of getting your ID picture taken, you get dick pics taken. That's over at the adult DMV. Come on over to the adult DMV. Half off dick pics. Send your pics of your boobs this way. I can't get to sleep. I think about the implications. I just drove past a store called Adult Shop Movies and Videos. That's pretty much the most thinly veiled... That's the most thinly veiled advertisement for porn. For selling porn videos and movies. Just just throw up adult... just call it an adult shop. Whenever, whenever adult is attached to the front of something, like a store or a company, that company inevitably has dildos in stock. They got, they got dildos on dildos. They got half off, half off dildos here over at the Adult Emporium. Hey, what's... What's the deal with frozen yogurt? Is it yogurt? Hey, what's the deal with frozen yogurt? Is it a treat? Is it a yogurt? Is it a dessert? I mean, what's the deal with frozen yogurt? All my life I've been waiting for I've been praying for, for the people to say. Now we know why Bill Cosby loved pudding pops in sweaters so much. For he loves sweaters because I mean, I, he just loves a he likes a passed out girl only in the Cosby sweater. That's why I'm saying it's like he likes he likes the only. Only the Cosby sweater look. And you know he loves the pudding pops. Because he's I put the... I put the pudding... I put the... I put the roofie in the pudding pop. And I put the roofie in the pudding pop. And I, I, I give the pudding pop. I give the pudding pop to the girl. And the girl. And the girl eats the pudding pop. And she puts the Cosby sweater on And she puts the Cosby sweater on the pudding pop And then 
She got the Cosby sweater and the pudding pop and the Cosby show and that. And then, and then, and then he turns into Tim Allen. Tools. I'm Bill Cosby. I love tool time. I love tool time and I love home improvement and home improvement and tool time. Are you listening? Whoa. You ever hear Gus Johnson call a sporting event? I mean, this guy brings the energy. This guy packs the punch. This guy, he really brings the mood up. Like, this, Gus Johnson could call a funeral and it would, like, uplift the audience. It would bring up the, the family of the deceased individual would be gleeful after Gus Johnson called the funeral. He'd be like, the pole bars got, they got the, they got Bill and they put him in the ground, put him in the ground, yes, 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 he's dead, throw some dirt on it, throw some dirt on that casket, yes. It's an open casket funeral! Woo! Yeah! Woo! This is a... This is a... He would... He would be... I'm sorry! I'm sorry to the family of the deceased individual! I'm sorry! He, he gives... This is... He'd be the worst at giving condolences. Like, because he would just yell them in the face of the... He would just yell them right in the face of the family of the person like he'd be like I'm sorry for your loss yes put him on the board yeah get that no bit get that obituary up there yes read that eulogy eulogize him yes Tonight, I throw myself into. When I was a kid and I went to games at, like, at Key Arena, went to Sonics games, whatnot, used to sit up in, well, first of all, we sit up in the rafters, the rafters, which when I was a kid, I always thought it was raptors, like there's giant flying dinosaurs up at the top of every single arena they have giant flying dinosaurs that inhabit inhabit the upper section of that arena and then they call that section the raptors but no no it's the rafters but anyway we used to always sit up in the nosebleeds sometimes and I was always worried when I was a little kid and we got nosebleed tickets because I was like but mom, dad like why would we want to go to watch a professional sporting event and get seats that are going to make all of our noses bleed like I don't want to have I don't want to go to a sporting event and have my nose bleed everywhere it's that's just not on my 
that's not on my to-do list today. Like, I don't want to sit... But then I I eventually figured out that those sitting in those seats didn't instantly cause your nose to bleed much I I can't follow that that urban legend I found out that the urban legend was was untrue so that was probably the happiest day of my life when I found out that you could sit in the nosebleed then I just found out that they're just cheap tickets it's such a good vibration funny thing about Wyoming is the question that everybody's asking when that state is brought up is right in the title like when when kids are being taken on vacation they're going on a road trip their parents tell them where they're going they say we're going we're going to Wyoming and then the kids say why Oming why Oming like they want to know everyone who goes to Wyoming wants to know why just that's it they just want to know why why am I here why oming smell of wine and cheap perfume so we're talking Oklahoma City Thunder boo so the Thunder is has to be the worst name for a team in sports like that sounds like I know Oklahoma City is like a cow town that has like rodeos and they got lots of cows and steer out there but lots of wranglers but the thunder actually that sounds like the name of one of their rodeos like that or, or that's like a nickname for like the best the best rodeo the best bull rider in Oklahoma is like Joe Thunder McAllister my name's Joe Thunder McAllister I'm a rodeo I'm a rodeo I'm a bull rider the Thunder has to be the worst name in sports. Like, uh, it, you can't have, like, well, first of all, you can't have Thunder without lightning. So, where's the lightning part? Like, there's no, there's there's no lightning. They, they should at least be the Oklahoma City Thunder and Lightning. Like, I see lightning in their logo, but I don't hear any lightning in their name. Also, you think Kevin Durant was happy when the Sonics moved from Seattle to Oklahoma City? Like, you think he's really happy that he has to go live in Oklahoma City? Like, I, he has to he has to show up for charity events and public events there and put on like, like a happy face he, he has to say this is the best place in the 
country to play. This I, I wouldn't rather be anywhere in the world than Oklahoma City. Like, I don't, I don't know how Kevin Durant can even say that with a straight face. Like, I can name one place you'd rather be than Oklahoma City, and that would be Seattle. You'd rather be in... I, I, I would bet that Kevin Durant... If I could, I would bet Kevin Durant would rather be in Seattle than Oklahoma City. That just begun Under a purple sun You ever see the, like, 78-year-old guy who's, who's a ball boy for the San Francisco Giants? Like, first of all, they should, they should give some show some respect to these old, to these senior citizens and at least call them ball gramps or something, like ball grandpa. Like, you don't have to be ball boy, just call them ball grandpa. But anyway, the, whenever I see like a 81 year old gray haired ball, ball boy, ball grandpa, I think what at what went wrong in this guy's life that led him to this point where he's where he's in the position of a ball boy as like an 80 year old man he's he's doing a job of a 15 year old kid it's meant for like teenage girls ball girls I think at what what led this man like did what was like what drug was it that led him to to be was it heroin was it coke was it what do you love the woman was it woman do you love women too much a couple a few broken marriages perhaps like there's no way that this guy this 80 year old guy wants to be squatting down like his knees are creaking he has to bend over to pick up the ball. People, like little kids are yelling at him and throwing throwing their cracker jacks at him, like yelling at him to give him the give him a ball. Like this is it must be a stressful position. This must be a stressful job for like an 80-year-old man. These these are guys who if they're going to be working at all, they're going to be a greeter at Walmart. Like they're not they're not supposed to be doing physically tolling activities. Like they're like dragging the, they're like watering down the field. They're mowing the grass. They're they're raking they're raking dirt. They're just an eighty year old guy should not be raking anything. He should he should be sitting on a chair watching NASCAR or reading old Snoopy comet comics or he should be he should be reading Peanuts he, he should be Charlie Brown he should be all about Charlie Brown as an 80 year old man like you should not be it's a ball a, first of all a ball boy ball grandpa that's way too much of a physically intense activity like he's gonna break a hip like I he, like he'll he'll break a hip while he's 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 when he's running the rosin bag out to the mound 
He's gonna shatter his hip. I don't wanna be. Ooh. I'm sure a lot of you know and play f fancy football, but fancy football that's is misnamed as a sport because. It should, well, it should be referred to as fantasy GMs because you're just picking a team and setting a lineup, but you're not actually playing football. So they should, if they really want to do fantasy football, they should get together a league where you can put on the jersey of your favorite player and just go, just go knock some heads with some middle-aged accountants and school teachers and restauranteers sales executives all the people who play fantasy football really fancy GM they should make a league for those people called fantasy football like that, and they should be able to to play the sport and then they should be coached by people who want to play just fancy GM because I'm sure there's still some people who wouldn't want to play the actual football part of fancy football those people can be the fancy coaches and fantasy GMs which would they, they would then be allowed to coach like Larry the accountant Dave the plumber. Jim who works at Walmart. Bob the salesman. That's all. And I'm a bad boy. Cause I don't even miss her I'm a bad boy For breaking her heart If a terrorist was ever going to attack The place I lived and worked I would The last place I would want to work at Would be a Target Because You're putting it You're just putting it out there You're putting a you're just putting it out there. I'm not scared. We're not scared of any attack. We're not scared of anyone that's going to attack us. We got, we put a giant bullseye, a giant bullseye up on our store. That's how, that's how unafraid we are of some sort of a, attack. Like, think about it. Like, think of what, where's, where are they going to be thinking? Like, where, what's the terrorist going to be thinking? Like, he's going to be thinking, oh, I'm gonna shoot my missile into this giant bullseye right here. Like, if you're working at Walmart, you're 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 golden. You're safe because I mean, you just got a blue store. Like, terrorists probably shop at Walmart. I mean, they probably bought their they probably bought their equipment. They probably bought their <laughs> they probably bought their weapons from Walmart. So Walmart's supplying terrorists with weapons. So that they can take out rivals' target stores to clear out the competition. That's just that's just a theory of mine. I mean, I, I don't have any 
proof of this theory, but I, I have a hunch. I got insider. I got inside man that's that I've talked to about this, and he thinks that WalMarts are supplying terrorists with weapons to take out rival targets. So no one told you life was gonna be this way. Your job's a joke, you're broke, your love life's DOA. You ever wonder what the beyond part of Bed Bath & Beyond really means? Like, I think the creator of Bed Bath & Beyond, he, he, he had, well, I, first of all, I think it stands for herpes. And I just, I think that the creator was told by his doctor that he has to, he has to warn everyone that he has herpes if he, if he wants to start a, a bed, a bedding and bathing store. He has to warn everyone that he has these herpes, but he wanted to do it in a sort of disguised, sort of subtle way. Like he didn't want to call it bed, bath, and disease. He wanted to call it bed, bath, and beyond to leave it up, leave it as a mystery to the consumer. Like, they don't know if he has, they don't know what, what he has, what, if he has herpes or not. They, they think the beyond part, that, oh, it could stand for, that could stand for, like, just little, small trinkets and just, stuff to put around the house like pillow, pillows and and all that no, what it really stands for is it's herpes she was looking kind of dumb with her finger and her thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead more on the baby on the back baby on the front so the president should whenever the president goes in public he should strap a baby to his front because that would protect him against assassins and people that are trying to kill him. Like, if JFK had had a baby strapped to his front when he was driving in Dallas, Texas on that fateful day, he would have, he probably would have been all right because the assassin would have been like, I'm, I'm ready, I'm gonna do my job here, ready to kill JFK. Oh wait, no, there's a baby strapped on his front. Oh, I can't, I can't, I can't do it. I can't get around this baby. Like the assassin would have just given up if there was a baby stra strapped on JFK's chest. Like he, he would have been saved. But can, can you imagine, like, can you imagine like that should be that should be the pass to get into the White House instead of like press instead of press IDs and stuff. They should just you should have to have a baby strapped onto your chest to get into the White House. Then, in that case, it would it would be a much safer environment. It'd be more child friendly. It'd be it'd be more welcoming for all. It, it that's just that's just it. These things used to be new. Now they're just old. 
My house, my TV, my phone, my wife, my girlfriends. These things used to be new. Now they're just old. See it as a bad omen whenever you drive on a freeway or a highway that's you see the the name of the freeway is so and so police officer memorial freeway it always seems like a bad omen to me like like why do you want to remind the people that are driving on the road that someone died on this road like that's like naming a mall, like, Manslaughter Mall. Like, Murder Town Movie Theater. Like, uh, that's like naming a, that's like naming a restaurant, like, <laughs> that's like, that's like naming a restaurant, like, uh, it's like naming a restaurant Stab in I after breaking up with girlfriend restaurant it's just like that's just like bringing up bad memories that bad memories and seems like a bad omen like it could encourage this type of event to somehow happen stab in I I heard stab in the eye after breaking up with girlfriend with four that I heard they have great a great soup of the day and their prime rib is top-notch but I mean their service is a little iffy and they, they don't have all positive reviews on Yelp they're kind of 50-50 on Yelp but yeah I, I would recommend that you check out Stab and I by Girlfriend with Fork after breaking up with her restaurant that's like that, that it's a good place to go on a date a first date, but not not certainly not a last date when you're planning on breaking up with your girlfriend. That's not a good, it's not a great place to go. That's like renaming the local Chuck E. Cheese "Kid Who Drowned in Ball Pit," "Kid Who Drowned in Ball Pit Emporium." Sorry, I'm not home right now. I'm walking in the spider web, so leave a message and I'll call you back. People from Vermont probably always complain about, oh, I don't want to be known as, we're known as the state, the maple syrup state. Oh, I hate being associated with maple syrup. I don't want to be associated with maple syrup. But, you know, that's a lot better than, like, being Detroit and you're the murder and rape capital of the world. Like you don't hear people from De- you don't hear people from Detroit complaining. Like they don't hear them. Well, I don't want to be known as the murder and rape capital of the world. Oh, I don't want to be known as the place where everyone gets murdered or raped after they're walking around the streets at night. You don't hear you don't hear them complaining about that. Like people from Vermont complain about maple syrup. Uh, it's probably because they're busy murdering and raping, but that's besides the point. I mean, 
people from Vermont might be busy eating maple syrup. Like, they could be talking with, like, a mouthful of pancakes and maple syrup and just trying to get that. Like, well, why do you keep eating maple syrup if you don't want to be known as the maple syrup state? Then stop eating and producing the most maple syrup out of everywhere. Up and down the boulevard. This caused me things, such a revelation, such a surprise to so many people. It's just shocking that a cultural person, <laughs> a cultural person, a force of nature like Bill Cosby would come out like a scandal like this. Next thing we've, we're going to find out that Carlton, Carlton Banks from Fresh Prince was feeding bath salts to underage children by selling it to them in an ice cream truck. And he would call it Fresh Mints of Bel Air. I made it down the coast in 17 hours. Picking me a bouquet of dogwood flowers. I'm a hoping for rally. I can see my baby tonight. Lots of fans of the Seahawks out there, I bet. Yeah. Now, listen. No one loves Pete Carroll more than me. But I'm telling you, that guy has to be hiding some shit. Because no one is that jolly. No one is that happy and jolly, energetic, uplifting. He, he has to have a dark side that he's trying to cover up. Pete's, Pete's got to have some... He's got some kids locked up in his basement. He's got some under... He's got some six-year-olds locked up in his basement. He's feeding them bath salts or some shit. Like, chained up. Like the kid from It. It's probably probably got whoever whoever ratted out USC probably has them locked up, chained up out back in the shed. Feeds them orange slices. I'm just saying that Pete Pete's covering something up because no one is that jolly. No one is that happy, uplifting. Without having a dark side, there he's he's compensating. He's overcompensating for something. Like some shit's gonna come out where Pete's been he's been he's been feeding he's been taking brownies to the children's hospital, but he's been putting like heroin in the brownies. He's putting he's 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 bringing them crack brownies, and he's not telling them. He's he's <laughs> he he's a He's adopted a, a little kid from Make-A-Wish who's a little Niners fan and he, he took him out on Lake Washington and pushed him in the water and just, just let him, just let him go, just let him, he's Niners, just let him go. I came along, I wrote a song for you and all the things that you do. And it was called yellow. People say the phrase, cut your teeth. 
Like, it's a good thing to try to gain some experience. It's a good thing. Cut your teeth on this. Get some experience. Gain some wisdom. But I think that doesn't... That sounds like not that pleasurable of an experience. Like, that actually sounds like it would hurt quite a bit. That's like saying, Oh, yeah. Yeah, chomp your dick on this job. Get some experience. Slice your vagina. Yeah, you know. You know, eat some ass. Eat some ass. Get some experience. Go, go network. Go network. Go, go, go bite your, go bite your anus. Go, go, go toast your butthole on this job. Yeah, you know, just you know, same old. Just go. Get out there. Just get some. Get in the work field. You know. Just get to know some people. Just go to- toast your butthole. I belong with you. You belong with me. You're my sweetheart. I like the people who drive with with their left foot sticking out of the window because <laughs> they're saying, "Yeah, I know my feet stink. I I can't even stand the smell of them. I have to put." one of them out of the car window it smells so bad it smells so bad I can't even keep it in my vehicle I have to stick it out of the window I also like those people because they're just they show how unafraid they're not afraid of getting their leg just freaking chopped off and if they ever get into a car wreck they're like I, I don't care I, I could lose a leg I could have a peg leg. Ah, I, yeah, that would look good. That would look good with my, with my, <laughs> this dress. Peg leg would look nice with this dress I'm wearing. This blouse, peg leg blouse. Yeah, this is my peg leg blouse. Just a city boy, born and raised in South Detroit. You hear a lot on like westerns and old-timey shit you hear people say oh I'm gonna kill you dead I'm gonna kill you dead it's like yeah I I got it with the kill part you don't really need to add that extra dead part to it I mean that's kind of redundant to add the dead part to after kill that's like saying I'm gonna jerk off come it's like yeah 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 we know you're gonna jerk off and you know then you're gonna come but you don't need to, you don't need to add that second part to it it's kind of self-explanatory if you know I mean it's I mean it's it's a little redundant in my it's like saying I'm gonna swim in the water like yeah we we know you're gonna swim in the water in the water like we know you're not swimming in that jello or we're not gonna swim in a big vat of maple syrup or something yeah we figured out the water part make it jerk off jizz jerk off jizz not jerk off cum that is jerk off jizz jerk off jizz coming in live there it's 570 570 to score my name is jerk off jizz and uh 
Yeah, traffic on the twos. Traffic on the twos. We got uh, sunny, 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 72 degrees. They uh, jerk off jizz here. And uh, ah, ah, traffic, ah, traffic on the, the seven and the 101 and the ah, jerk off jizz. She's a good girl. She's crazy about Elvis. Just saw an ad, just drove by an ad for a store called Lingerie, etc. Lingerie, etc. I don't think they know what the word la- <laughs> I, I think they know what lingerie means, but I don't think they know what the word etc. means. Like, what is it like? Lingerie and school of dentistry? Or lingerie and pottery classes? Lingerie and lifeguard training? Lingerie and frozen yogurt. It, it, they, I don't think they realize that etc. could be anything. So that doesn't really make any sense. Lingerie and equestrian equipment. Lingerie and pound for sheltered animals. Animal shelter. Animal shelter. Or maybe it's one of those casual extra extra large stores like they have for large people they just have lingerie etc etc is just more lingerie it's just more material that makes up the giant lingerie that's a possibility that just begun under a purple sun I like how people call traffic, uh, touch, slow traffic, touch and go, touch and go traffic, because isn't that how driving always works, just, you just touch your gas pedal and then your car goes, so technically, whenever you're driving, you're always in touch and go traffic no matter what you're always you're always touch and go also touch and go is like how is how I like to describe my relationship with women please tell me why more on the Patriot cars I'm thinking maybe he has a he's got a Hyundai Osama he's got a Audi Bin Laden in his, out in his car hangar and they do battle with the Jeep Patriot and the Ford Four Corners. I call it Car Wars. You know, like Star Wars, Car Wars. And just like Star Wars, it's like the first episode is actually like the fourth one. Like, he does it in reverse order, or whatever. He does it out of order, so it's, it can be hard to keep track of the battles, but it's very confusing. I backed my car into a cop car the other day. It's funny when, uh, <laughs> how, like, the more convincing you are about 
some fact that no matter how true the fact is, like, the more convincing and in-depth, like, into it you are, like, bro, bro, I tell, I'm telling you, bro, I swear, I, man, I bet my life, dude, dude, I bet my, Hitler was a U.S. president, dude, I'm telling you, man, he was, before, they, he was, he was, Hitler was a U.S. president, bro, I bet my life, bro, like, and you ever notice how when people tell you, like, oh, yeah, I bet my life on this, man, like, they don't, like, once that, once that fact happens to turn out to not be true, man, they, like, they don't go down easy, like, you, you try to get them, you try to get them, like, yeah, you, you bet, you bet your life, man, you bet your life, dude, I'm, you, they don't go down, they don't go down easy, man, I'm telling you, like, from experience, man, from experience, they, they, they put up a fight, they put up, they put up a good fight, man, they, like, you bet your life on this, man, you bet your life, So I'm referring to, in Bet Your Life, I'm referring to people having to kill themselves because, like, you gotta stay true to your, stay true to your word, stick to your word, like Grandpa always said, stick, stay true to your roots. But, uh, it's funny when people say, like, I bet on my, I bet on my grandmother's grave, that I bet on my mother's grave. It's like, you're just betting on, like, a gravestone like it's not like you're not betting on their life you're just betting on like a piece of stone it's like seems like it would like lessen the stakes you got less skin in the game it's just it's just a piece of stone it's not like a person or anything so it's like what like also if you did bet on if you bet like a game of tennis on your grandma's life for some reason you bet you bet a game of ping pong on your uncle's life then it's not like once you lose the other person the opponent's gonna he's not gonna like send an assassin he's not gonna like send the guy from James Bond who threw his top hat He's not gonna send that guy, the top hat throwing guy, to go throw his top hat at your uncle because he lost the game of pool. He's not. He's not gonna send Jaws from from James Bond. But he's not gonna. He's gonna send Jaws to your grandfather's house to bite his bite his neck and kill him. That that's not gonna happen. That's not. Just a note on the presidential baby on the chest. I think this would be a good, it would be a good thing because it would, uh, it would give a, a good opportunity for all the unemployed babies out there. Because I know there's a big baby recession going on right now and lots of unemployed babies out on the street. Babies can't work for themselves. Unemployed not enough Gerber positions out there in the world for all these babies that are out there unemployed. So I think the 
you put throw throw some dark shades and a little a little suit a little suit and tie on the presidential baby on the chest and uh, he'll be on his way like safely and soundly into the White House get one for get one for everyone who works in the White House I mean that's that's gotta be the that's the badge that's the ID badge is the baby on the chest you got best part about being a little person is that you get to ride around in the cart at Costco because there's nothing that's better than being chauffeured around in the cart at the grocery store when you're a little kid. So basically, as a little person, uh, I mean, you can't ride on roller coasters, but the trade-off is the good times never end with riding around in the shopping cart at the grocery store. What's the deal with extra virgin olive oil? Like, how can it be extra virgin? Like, did it, like, extra not get laid in high school? <laughs> was it, like, played World of Warcraft and, like, it was, like, in, in chess club? Like, olive oil was in chess club. Uh, and, like, wore bow ties. It's like, extra, not get laid. Extra virgin olive oil. What is it like? Is it like the Urkel of olive oils? Like, is this like... It's... It's, uh... <laughs> it's extra virgin. Urkel's like an extra virgin. People always brag about living in a neighborhood where they can say, oh, I can go to sleep at night and never lock my doors. I, I never lock my front door. I, leave, I always leave my front door unlocked. But I say, uh, what, would you rather be able to say that you always leave your front door unlocked or have some weirdo come into your house and take your kids at night because you left your front door unlocked. What is it's up is basically your choice. It's 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 your choice. We, you could choose between having your someone's gonna take your kids or you can the ability the ability to say that you can leave your front door unlocked at night. It's up to you. Basically, to recap, what I'm saying is, you could you could leave your front door unlocked, and you can brag about that all you want. You can say that, or someone's gonna take your little kid. Someone's gonna take your baby. The only thing an 80 year old guy should be raking is his cat's litter box. That guy's so old, he thinks Fox and Friends are his actual friends. No, scratch that. That guy's so old, his only living friends are Fox and Friends. It's Fox and Friends. How you doing? Almost heaven, West Virginia. Blue Ridge Mountains, Shenandoah River. I'm waiting on a day. 
That was fun, right? Hope you enjoyed it. Check out my books, Amazon, Kindle, Barnes & Noble, Sponge Cake, a mostly made-up story about a completely insane town and what's in the fridge. Go to my blog, thegoat1.blogspot.com, website, chrisstheauthor.com. Follow me on Twitter, chrisstheauthor8, Instagram, chrisarneson8. Thank you so much for share, share, sharing the podcast with everyone you know, building the community of starfishes, the Milky Way of starfishes. Grand expansion. This is the Neil deGrasse Tyson proportions over here. He's he's gonna be studying. He's gonna be studying this uh, Milky Way of starfishes. I don't know. I just listened to him on uh, Adam and Doctor Drew. He's I guess he's bouncing around my mind. I guess um something about those stars. Looking up at not many stars in Pullman though. For some reason, I don't know what it is about the night sky, but maybe it's cloudy here or something or. We don't get as many. I don't know what it is. Huh, why not? Neil deGrasse would not be happy here in Pullman. That's for, it's for darn sure. But yeah, hope you enjoyed it. And um, thanks for listening. Thank you so much. And I love you. Have a great day, baby. I love you.